Hi everyone, welcome back. Episode 9. It has been a while. I say a while, it's really just been a month, but um, it's 11 o'clock on a Saturday night and I thought I'd um, have a chilled out conversation and speak about my top five tips heading into January. Firstly, it's been an amazing Christmas, a very chilled out one for myself, lots of downtime. I have recharged the batteries and I'm ready to go for the new year. Um, I'm sure we're all about to slot into our working lives, busy routines, and we're all about to be fitness wankers for the next 30 days. Um, I know I know how it all works. I've seen many people come and go from the gym. Um, like I say, I totally get it as well. Uh, we all feel like a bit of a, a heavy sort of pig at the moment. We all feel guilty. We've all eaten far too much. And uh, we feel a little bit bad for it, so we just want to move a little bit more. And that's just normal. I totally get it. But if we want to live this healthier, stronger, happier, more active lifestyle, we need to see it out for more than 30 days. So um, here we go. My top five tips to help you with your training goals for the remainder of the year, um, if not the future. So we'll get into it. Number one is going to be ask for help. Don't be shy stepping into the gym. Believe it or not, I have been where you are. Whether that's day one in the gym, absolutely bricking it, nervous, anxious. You feel like everyone's looking at you. Oh, what's that person doing? They're doing that wrong. Um, They they don't belong here. They shouldn't be here. Um, Or even if you're a beginner and you feel like you know a few things, but you're still a little bit uh, nervous on on some of the equipment and you don't want to reach out to a PT because you're your ego's too big or you don't want to feel like you're asking for help but honestly it's the best thing you can do doing some research online speaking to a coach just asking for a second opinion um, knocking on the office door at your club and asking for maybe a flyover on the machines or just if somebody can write you up a workout plan if you can get somebody else's uh, trust and guidance on your side it makes your life a lot easier. Uh, The PTs as well, as sort of narcissistic as they can be, a lot of us are quite nice. We're quite friendly people. We're personable. We're uh, we're pretty chilled out. And if you ask for help, we're going to have your best interests at heart. We're not we're not Nazis. We are there to uh, to help you out. So tip number two, time management. It's funny how one of the biggest reasons people put off the gym is they say they don't have time. Suddenly in January, everyone has time. Everyone has time to train and everyone is training more. So what does that tell you? That statement is a load of bullshit. Everyone does have the time. Now, the time that you're going to sort of segmentate throughout January and you're going to come up with, I want you to manage it well heading into February. So let's say all of a sudden, it's January and you're training, 7 a.m. on a Monday, 7 a.m. on a Wednesday, and maybe, I don't know, 6 p.m. after work on a Friday. If you can manage those three sessions a week, stay consistent, then why are you not doing that in February or March? It's not a time thing. It may be a lack of return or a lack of engagement. You don't see results. You're bored. Um However, you just say that you don't have time because you've got a busy life with work and family. We're, <laughs> we're all working and we all have families. Some of us 
sort of create that time and manage it just a bit better than others. Um, but there's other factors that correspond to that. But don't use times as as an excuse this time around. Sort of heading throughout 2020, make your time. Don't say that you don't have any. Tip number three is don't change too much. Now, I'm going to elaborate on this a little bit. It's about nutrition more than anything, and it's this spectrum jump that we all tend to do. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm still hiding selection boxes and chocolate bars from myself at home um, because I know if I see it, it's gone. I'm going to eat it. I inhale food. So what has that left me feeling like? Oh, I feel a little bit guilty. I'm going to go and train. I've probably trained much more this month than I have any other month just because I know I'm going to be fucking eating loads of calories. So if you're now training lots, don't feel like you've got to neglect your food completely. Don't feel like you have to cut calories dramatically or take out all the bad foods at home or or reduce everything in your life because you don't. Just by you training more, that's going to have a a big enough stimulus on the body for you to see a change within 30 days, let alone cutting out all the bloody chocolate bars in your in your cupboards. I'm not saying don't stop eating your body weight in chocolate. I'm saying is just cut down ever so slightly. You don't need to change too much to what you actually think. Um, you're going to get people that are going to just drop weight dramatically in the first couple of weeks in January, and they're going to expect the same within February. However, they don't get that same reaction. Why? Because if we was to see a 10 pound change in two weeks when we just start out, if that was to happen for another 52 weeks, we'd be dead. The body adapts very fast as you now weigh less, you burn less calories, so it's harder for you to lose weight. These are called metabolic adaptations, and if you don't realize this, you're going to be very deflated when you don't see results. So yes, the first sort of couple of weeks, you're going to drop some weight, you're going to drop some water weight or whatever, but don't expect that to happen again. You'll be naive to. And when we're looking at nutrition, I like to use this as a reminder to myself and my clients, and that is why have 100% more headaches for a 2% difference in body composition or body image? And I'll say that again. Why have 100% more headaches for a 2% change in body image? My point is, if you say no to the cupcakes, no to the donuts, no to the chocolate bars, no to the beers for, let's face it, probably fuck all change in the mirror because there won't really be that much change if it's the occasional calorie that you're pushing off. You are keeping 100% headaches here. You are neglecting sort of pleasure in your food, sort of social occasions with your friends just for the sake of looking better in the mirror for yourself. And... This is why people struggle in in January in their diets because they are all gums blazing. They cut too much for, in essence, not much of a change. I used to say no to every single sugary, refined carbohydrate there was. And now I consume those foods when I want to in terms of I'll have a handful of chocolate at the end of the day. 
I won't have a handful of chocolate every meal. And do I see a change in the mirror? Do I fuck? And I can still have those foods and I've eradicated all of those headaches. So something for you to think about. Number four, have purpose. Now, when you're in the gym, why are you there? If you say to me to burn calories, you are going to fail. When people get a bit sort of pissed off that they don't know how many calories they've burnt or, oh, I haven't quite burnt my 500 calories in the gym, you are setting yourself up for a failure. What a boring way to see your training. and What a sad way. You're in there to be fitter and stronger and and really that's it. You are there for health, well-being, longevity, uh, obviously to look like a, a badass, to look ripped, whatever, but don't be so obsessive with how many calories you are burning. That is not a purpose or a goal to be in a training environment. Have purpose. Focus on a strength training program. Focus on a fitness training program. Have a reasoning of why you were there in the first place. If you don't, this is going to leave you less fulfilled, no direction with your journey, and you're less likely to adhere to whatever it is that you are following. You're constantly going to feel like you're in a bit of a bubble, a foggy cloud, a cloud, not a clown. And you're going to be asking yourself, I don't enjoy this. Why am I here? I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just walking on this treadmill, looking at my Fitbit that I got for Christmas. And that's not going to last long. I can promise you that. So find a group of people with similar goals. Maybe look at some influences online. Oh, that person's very strong. Or sign up for a marathon or do a a Tough Mudder and try and build your body and uh, really have purpose of why you are training in the first place. Number five, very simple, uh, but I believe this is the biggest message of all, and that is to just have fun. When it comes to your diet, when it comes to your training, whatever it is that you're doing, please, please, please just enjoy the process. A great quote from Ross Edgeley, uh, who is a sports scientist who I love to follow. He comes up with these crazy endeavors um, of sort of human performance and athletics. But he goes by the quote of, (coughs) excuse me, fitness is a journey and not a destination. So we all start training because we want to look good, right? Or we want to feel good. Once that takes you six months, it takes you 12 months, you'll get to that destination. That train will stop and you will pull up and and you will make a decision there and then. Do you step off the train and never return? To your active, healthy lifestyle, and then start going back to your um your starting point, or do you stay on that train and you focus on the journey? You focus on the next destination, the next destination, and once you realise you're never getting off this train because that's what health and fitness truly is. It's a consistent effort from the moment you're born to the moment you die of being a healthy person, being an active person. It's much more rewarding knowing you're not doing this for um, for the end, for a set day to come. You're just doing it for the sake of doing it. You're not going to have this weight bearing on your shoulders um, or a deadline that you have to finish it by. You can get strong in the next five years instead of the next two months. Like Who says you have to finish at any given time? 
So have fun with your training, guys. That's really what's what's the point otherwise. Um, like I say, with nutrition and 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 training, you need to be consistent throughout your life. So just make sure you're enjoying it. Have that laid back approach. Don't take yourself too seriously. You're going to have good and bad days. We all do. But um, just enjoy it for when you can. Okay, so just to go over them again, number one, ask for help. Number two, time management. Number three, don't change too much. Four, make sure you have purpose in the gym. And number five, have fun. All right, that's me wrapping it up. A nice, short and sweet podcast today. Hopefully you get some take-home points and some golden nuggets heading into the new year. I wish you all guys the best of luck. Please message me on Instagram, Facebook, emails. Um, If you do have any questions, I can happily help you out. And um, please leave a like and review. That would be amazing on these podcasts. And apart from that, I'll catch you on the next one. Hope all of you take care and have a great start to your 2020. Cheers, guys.